I heard a rumor that he actually hated the MGF William Regal promo this week. I heard him say it was the worst thing he'd ever seen, and I heard him say it was worse than the Lashley Sisters and deserves to be nominated for 24 7. Do we need to rename oh. the 24 7 award? So yeah, no, look, I thought, I thought it was quite good. I think Steve is an absolutely delusional piece of shit. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I thought it was a very good promo. So yeah, Steve is just on his own here thinking that it's the worst thing How could around. he be so wrong about this? I know, right? Like, normally he's fairly in tune and he, he's a fairly good intuition for, you know, knowing what's good or what's bad. Well then, interesting comments made last week, I thought. Welcome back, you piece of shit. Well, I no lies detected. Things that are bad. There were some comments leveled at me last week, boys, and I tell you what, I deserve to get on my soapbox for a minute. I think. <laughs> so allow me to speak for a few moments. Yeah, I think it's, it's fucking unfortunate that I have to come on here and speak on this. Uh, when I'm on my time, and this is a fucking business, the fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves podcast members, yet they couldn't manage a fucking target, and they spread lies and bullshit and put into the media that I didn't like the MJF promo when I loved it. I want nothing to do with you guys anymore, you know? You know, what did I ever do in this world to, to deserve an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck like Gordo to go out on a global podcast and go into business for himself like that? Unbelievable. What did I ever do? Dave? <laughs> well played. Broken. I'm broken. <laughs> There's people who call themselves EVPs. They should have known better, lads. They should have known better. People that call themselves AWPs. Unbelievable. Uh, and when somebody who hasn't done a damn thing in this business jeopardizes the first multi-million dollar Spotify deal that this company has ever drawn off my back and goes on a global podcast and does that, it's a disgrace to the industry. It's a disgrace to this company. Now, we're beyond apologies, lads. I gave you a chance. You had a whole week, and it, it did not get handled. And you saw what I had to do, which was very regrettable, lowering myself to this level. But that's where we are right now. Oh, my you God. Know? And Look, tell I'm me, um, I'm are old, you working I'm with tired, children? And I work with fucking children. You know, and that's <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you shares a bank account with your mother? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Uh, it must be Gordo because I keep paying into it. I uh, know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Touche, sir. Touche. That was uh, very well played. You All might I know think is... I'm upset. You might think I'm upset, boys. And I'll tell you why I'm upset. If you're an EVP, you don't try to middle your top baby face, you know? You're trying to get your niche, niche audience on the internet to hate him for some bullshit rumor that he didn't like the MGF promo. God, you're stepping on your own dick. It really pisses me off. Trying to make money and these stupid guys think they're in Rosita. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Are you having any fine delicacies this evening? Uh, just having a little muffin from uh, the... Uh, oh, I've forgotten the name of it. I've, I've dropped it at the end. What's it called? Mindy's bakery. The bakery and the Tesla bakery. Whatever it's called. Centra. Uh, I'll call it Centra. Centra, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, good times. I had to do that. Uh, so Go intro part company. two. The guy, yeah, the Galway something company. Anyway, intro part two. We'll start the show now. Buckle up, buckaroo. 
Hey everybody, it's the Alleged Wrestling Podcast episode 270, <laughs> and everything's fine. Bullet Club is fine, Bullet Club is fine. And investigation is complete, uh, not everyone was spoken to, uh, but the investigation is somehow complete, and uh, we've everything's put behind us, we'll be the trios champions once again, everything's fine. Yep, Bullet Club is fine. Bullet Club is fine. I thought of this earlier today. I just had to switch my noise cancellation to a bit stronger one now, but I thought of this earlier today and I couldn't stop laughing at myself. And I thought, well, you know, someone else might find this funny too. <laughs> uh, I'd be disappointed now if you didn't do it. I was, uh, I was hoping you'd have a report of uh, epic proportions and my friend, you did not disappoint. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say something in our defense, right? Because there are two mm-hmm. sides. It's been a while. <laughs> to, to be fair to me personally. <laughs> no, no. It, it's been a while since there's been a good, proper, full-on burial of someone who hasn't made a show. It's true. It's really always just had a half penis aids. We used to be notorious for burying each other. Mm-hmm. So it had been a while. And we've done yeah, it in fucking done. style. Ah, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, so you're back from talking the lad off yourself to Anthony Spins, yeah? Oh, my God. What did that game even finish? Last I checked, it was 2-0. Uh, 3-0 when we were coming upstairs. So. Huge. Huge. Ronaldo's back. Ronaldo got his goal, so he's back. You know, he's... He's back. Be a couple of fucking farmers, and, you know, he's, he's back. Yeah. Back in pog uh, form. I'm just going to jump on my uh, soapbox one more time. That Anthony spin is a disgrace. And uh, <laughs> he needs to, genuinely, I think there should be people throwing boots at him. Yeah. Like, lost the ball and everything. Like, what the fuck was he doing? Ridiculous shit. So if he didn't lose the ball, it would be okay. No. Gotcha. No, no, it wouldn't. But it made it even worse. It was actually It would be, be slightly more okay. It was, it was genuinely embarrassing. But this is episode 270 of the Edge Wrestling Podcast. Uh, this is Steve here. I'm back. Don't know if you noticed. And uh, we have Gordo and Fitz. Nikki, um, you know what? I won't perpetuate this toxic culture of burying people mercilessly when they're not around. And all they wanted to do was go out for some tasty, tasty pints. Nikki's been a responsible adult, aka he's been a coward. Mm-hmm. He's been a fucking huge coward. I've seen people coward before, but he must be the biggest bunch of coward that I've ever seen coward in his entire life. <laughs> a poor man's McGeady. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Remains to be seen, but... Um, cool. How was everything? Uh, I sure. am walking zombie. Yeah, I'm not far behind you. I have fallen asleep downstairs every night this week at like 8 or 9 o'clock in the evening. I am. Which is the same as every other week. It's not. It, 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 this week is on a whole other level. You have to admit that. Uh, this, 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 this week has been worse than most. Don't know what mm. it is. I woke up on the couch at five o'clock this morning. That wasn't oh. great. Yeah, I worked at seven. Oh. Your couches are comfortable, but I don't know if they're comfortable to sleep in. 
Yeah, I was pretty tired, to be honest. So our, our ones are comfortable to sleep in. Can confirm. Can confirm. Um, good stuff. Um, yeah, life is ramping up at the moment, for me at least, anyway. My God. Busy, man. So busy. Holy Jesus. Compared to the weekend, I was I was doing nothing at the weekend. I was literally texting you about all the things I wasn't doing at work because there was just nothing <laughs> going on. Um, and then came to Tuesday, well, late Monday, and then Tuesday onwards. It's been fucking manic. So, uh, yeah, comedy festival in Galway. Yeah, I went to see Dylan Moran on Tuesday night. Or was it Tuesday or Wednesday? Whatever night. Hmm. Yeah, it was better than when? the time Chicken saw him anyway. Oh yeah. Tammy Tales, how did that go? Because he went on Tuesdays. What? You were there. <laughs> you were the same gig. We could have had tasty pints. Rory, no. There could have been tasty pints. Oh, oh. disaster. No. Ah, oh, shit. We need to sync our calendars. Damn it. Shocking behavior. Shocking behavior. Um. There was one good part where he mentioned, you know, certain social topics and taboos at one point and that you could feel the air get sucked out of the room because you're like, oh, not you too. Don't get yourself cancelled. For the love of God, don't get yourself cancelled. But someone piped up with something and uh, he just goes, have a look at your ticket that says comedy on it and moved on. I was like, perfect. That's exactly the response to anyone who's at that sort of shit. Oh, the neurodiverse one. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Uh, he says there's a lot of new words for things uh, and he's trying to learn them. He said he's 50 and blah, blah, blah. And he says, you know, neurodiverse, you know, something along the lines of I don't really understand what it means, but it's better than or it's an upgrade from spa. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, holy <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, it's good. It was good. Uh, he lost it at the very end, I think. I think about 85 to 90 percent of it was great. But towards the end, he kind of lost it. But I thought it was great. I was much better than the reviews I've seen of the the shows he did earlier in the, the tour when he started drinking again. <laughs> and it didn't go well for him. But anyway. Ouch. Uh, I do need Good to bury time. Mike, though, on this podcast because uh, oh. he, he made a very uh, amateurish move at the wedding. He, uh, he said, you know, do a Jaeger bomb. I was like, sure, okay. Um, to be fair, I didn't need my arm twisted too much. He comes back with four glasses. Hmm. Jager bombs usually only come in two glasses, so he says, Hold hear me out, hear me out. So he puts down the four glasses and says, I uh I asked for two Jaegers and one Red Bull. I thought, okay, that's fair enough. Then he thought, I realized that I actually had a half around a half can left of Red Bull, so fuck it, we'll just do two of them. Until he realized that when he was pouring the can into the next lot, that there was only a drop left in the can. Uh, no. So in fact, what we had was a shot of Jaeger Followed by a Jaeger bomb chaser. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, that, yeah, that hit me about 10 minutes later, and I had to pay him back, and we had to do more shots. So we were very, he very drunk fun. until like 4, 4.30 in the morning, singing songs out in the hotel reception. Usual sort of stuff. Huge. And then I died a death for the weekend. Oh, he was walking around town as well. My God. Uh, I, I thought it was a good there, actually. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he the did. He, did do well. he literally did the gig in those clothes. That is true. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Anything else going on in the world? Uh, we're partaking in some of the comedy festival shenanigans. 
tomorrow night as this is being recorded. Um, Friday night, we're partaking in some shenanigans ourselves. What's going on? Uh, a faulty towers experience. Oh. So it's basically you go in, you have your dinner, and they're essentially it's as if they're acting out faulty towers, and you're in faulty towers getting served your dinner. That's pretty cool. Where's that? So, uh, uh, Galway Hotel. I see. Not not describe, not sending location. Not sending location. <laughs> so you don't fucking dox yourself. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Succulent yeah, Waldorf exactly. salad. Succulent Waldorf salad. All I would say is don't <laughs> mention the war. I mentioned it once, but I think I got away with it. Cardo's going to walk in mentioning the war all the time. Um, will you be partaking in some carbonated beverages on the streets of Galway tomorrow evening? Yes. Interesting. I too a, a will be partaking. Yes. Uh, well, because friends of mine are coming up from home. We were supposed to go to that Pantera tribute gig that's on in Monroe's. But an email came in tonight to say it's cancelled. So now I don't know what the plan is or and if these people are even showing up anymore. So life Wait, is in limbo a right now. Pantera tribute act in Galway. In Monroe's, yeah. Well, it's supposed That's to be. a very a niche sort of thing right there. It was supposed to be last Friday and it got cancelled due to illness and it got cancelled again this week due to illness. <laughs> so I'm assuming someone has COVID or one of them had COVID and now the rest of them have COVID, one or the other. That's the crack, oh, Frank. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm assuming there shall be beverages. And uh, to be fair, we, we don't have much of a walk to get to our usual establishment from where we will be. I see. It's up, it's up that side of town in general. So it'll be a short gotcha. walk. Gotcha. Love it. Yeah. Ah, what time is it? Quarter past 10. I'm going to start moving. Uh, let's see. So. CM Punk. <laughs> I can't ah. believe that Kenny Omega V-triggered the dog. <laughs> I can't believe he would do that to a poor innocent dog. Right in the right. tooth. Uh, <laughs> so the story goes, uh, it was at Nick, or, yeah, Nick Houseman Wrestling Inc. reached out to the punk camp. And what came back from the punk camp is that uh, when the door was kicked in, Larry the dog was injured and he had to have two teeth removed. Uh, it wasn't noticed at the time. It was discovered at a vet's appointment a few days later. Which, if true, is horrible. Let's just say that. <laughs> bless, I, bless him, like, he, he's an ugly fucking dog, but, you know, they're, wow. they're some of the best pets. <laughs> well, by Punk's admission, like, he's a very weird dog, like, but... Uh, yeah, I can see how uh, a dog getting injured on a door being kicked open would trigger someone. And um, yeah, when tempers are already frayed. Uh, oh, is that where the biting came in? I wonder. Are you sure it was a steel that did the biting or was it uh, <laughs> the dog? Do you have a fan or anything near your microphone? I'm just hearing a little bit of background noise from your end. Uh, one sec, I'll check. Or anything nearby that's spinning up. Uh, so Wrestling Inc. has been told that Punk felt threatened and reacted in a legal way under Illinois' Castle Doctrine laws, which allows for the use of force in defense of a person in their dwelling. Oh. Um, is his locker room technically seen as a dwelling? I mean, he is dwelling within it, be. I guess. Uh, yeah. this is but it's, it's on... the, company, the company are the ones that are renting the arena out, not him. Uh, it's his private uh, domain. 
some mystery man on the figure four board named Dave, whoever he may be, uh, joined <laughs> October 2005 and he's posted 18,000 times. Could be anyone. Uh, I wish I could tell you because it, it would shut you up. Anyway, multiple eyewitnesses said that the dog story was a total fabrication. If it was true, the end of the inve- investigation would have uh, would have been that Punk would be the one staying. Yeah. Yeah. So is what Dave hinted at essentially the fact that, right, the books are coming back or maybe coming back, as was teased with the video package on Dynamite last night. Well, they were backstage. There's some sort of a hush thing where essentially they're coming back, but have to keep their mouths shut. And Punk is aware of this. So now Punk has just decided to come out swinging. And it's just going to do whatever he can to disparage them, knowing that they can't bite back. Ah. Another part... Another part of that story was obviously, yeah, the leads were backstage confirmed by multiple people. Uh, Meltzer states that the investigation is over, but Punk has stated that he was never contacted and A. Steele's wife, who was in the room, was also never asked about it. So how could the investigation be over without contacting two people who were in the room? Two simple words. Sloppy shop. Wow. Sloppy in that shop. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Punk to kill Larry to claim he died on the operating table trying to fix his teeth. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> uh, so is there anything lately in the last few hours that I've missed out on while I was making funny intros? Um, so the PWI 150 women's top wrestlers of the year list was revealed today oh um i'll, I'll talk you through it and we'll, we'll have a, a brief discussion on it because i know that there's going to be a lot of triggering so people in the chat don't spoil it just yet if you know some spoileries of it um but i know steve you're going to need to sit yourself down because you're going to be you're going to be triggered oh well, you're, you're going to be triggered i won this thing oh my god Go on. Uh, okay, so we'll start. So we'll start the, the top 50, and I'm going to skip a good few p- names here because people won't have heard of them before, but uh, at 49 and 48, you've got JC Jane and Gigi Dolan. Uh, moving up, Rhea Ripley at 40. Gigi Dolan is number one. <laughs> she bay. She, she'll keep your heart. Yes. yes, pretty much. Uh, Rhea Ripley, 42. Oh, cool. uh, uh, she didn't wrestle a G- huge amount this year, actually. Just bear that in mind um, when you hear names and numbers higher up. Uh, Willow Nightingale, 40. Maki Ito, 37. Roxanne Perez, 36. Can I just state that uh, Maki Ito is ahead of Rhea Ripley, who was one of the major stars on Monday Night Raw television? Yes. Yeah, this is, this is upsetting okay. to me. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm already uh, upset. It continues. Uh, Mercedes Martinez, 28. Who hasn't wrestled Banks. In- Oh, sorry. Never. Sorry, sorry. Sasha Banks, sorry. Uh, Sasha is 26. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Storm, 25. I do really like Tony. Emile, 23. The former Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Uh, the third longest NXT Women's Champion of all time, Mandy Rose, number 21. Diana Parazzo, 19. Uh, Ronda Rousey, 18. Uh, Liv Morgan, 17. Ooh. Oof. Uh, Mickey James, 15. Robbery. She, she should be number two. 
maybe to Steve's delight, Britt Baker, only 13. Okay. And that pretty much brings us to the top 10. Okay. Okay. Uh, So top 10. (laughs) So there's, I'm going to say one, two, three names that people would not be familiar with. They're not household names. Okay. Um, And one of them is actually number one. So Siuri from Stardom is number one. Oh, yeah. S-Y-U-R-I. Never sure knows her. Mm. <laughs> um, the other two then are number seven, uh, Saya Kamitani, and nine. Ah, look at this guy. Kid. You can't say Japanese names. Ha ha ha. But I did. Okay, so that leaves us with ten, eight, six, five, four, three, two. Okay, so at ten from Impact, you got Taya Valkyrie. I don't well, know how much she's wrestled in the last year. I know. That's yeah, that's the yeah, good shout. Like if you're saying Rhea Ripley hasn't wrestled much in the last year, I'm pretty sure Rhea's probably done yeah. more than Ty Valkyrie. Uh number eight, Charlotte Flair. Okay. <sighs> oh. Um this is where the triggering is going to begin and is going to amplify very quickly. Oh, Fitz, why are you doing this to me? Number six, Jordan Grace. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck all the way off. Uh, um, remember when I said you were going to be triggered and then it's going to get worse? Uh, number five and uh, I don't know how to break this. It's Jade Cargill. I mean <laughs> I don't <sighs> considering how they, they book this or how they rank this she's never been beaten she's featured like a star i mean i don't have the energy to fight that one but i think her being a top five wrestler in the world is hilarious laughable (laughs) okay and then the other three people on the list um i think we'd all agree should be top 10 so, in no particular order, you've got Thunder Rosa, Bianca Belair, and Becky Lynch. Who do you think is 4-3-2? and two? Uh, Sorry, <sighs> who was it? Becky, Bianca, and who? Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Uh, I'm assuming it's Bianca, Becky, Rosa. Which order? 1-2-3, uh, so Bianca, Becky, uh, Thunder Rosa third. Gordo? I... Oh, fuck. I think Rosa in the middle. Becky wasn't around long enough, so Becky will be four. Rosa three, Bianca two. Oh, wait. Ding, ding. I thought this was one, two, three. No. No, the, no. The girl oh. Stardom is... Siuri uh, is number Ciuri. one. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Who'd she ever be? Uh, so, <laughs> so, Bianca Blair, number two. Tonda Rosa, number three. And Becky Lynch, number four. I mean, yeah. I know these lists are designed to trigger people and I saw Jade and Jordan there and I was like, Jesus Christ, if this is to be taken as a list of the best wrestlers in the world in the last year, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. PWA has less credibility than Dave at this stage, let's be honest. Wow. But he does have a camera now. Yeah. And I'm disgusted. I was hyping myself up all week when I heard Dave Meltzer was finally going on camera. 
I was like, oh man, don't clean his office. And then Alvarez says they clean the office. And I was like, okay, fine. He's going to mess it up again instantly. Just have him facing that side. Nope. Nope. He had him on a couch. Oh, Larry. <laughs> Gordo, did you make that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Please post that later. Thank you. It's <laughs> <That is> fantastic. <laughs> Punk's next move. <laughs> <laughs> I was very proud of that if people want to find uh, out what we were laughing at go to our twitter it's at the AW pod and you'll find a link to our discord you can come join the fun and see the memes that we make as we're going live every week oh, I'm, that's I'm, fucking amazing I'm very very, very proud of that one those, not, those the audio <laughs> listeners later it's, a, it's the why would this person do this gunshot meme But so it's Larry getting shot by punk why would the elite do this fantastic I love it I love it. Ah, good times. Uh, that's the PWI. Any other news? Um, Halloween um, Havoc happened last week. It was much fun. Um, address the proper title, please. Halloween Havoc. Well, it's not really Hal Halloween Havoc, though, because Halloween Havoc is the one that's happening in the city in a couple of weeks. Mm. Ah. I have a feeling Punk might already have us blocked, does he? Punk, yeah, we're already blocked by Punk, yeah. I don't think we've ever interacted on, but we're blocked by punk. Which is impressive. I played Gordo. It was it was either me or it was the time you got blocked by fucking Goldust. <laughs> but sometimes people just go in and they see you on a thread and they just block you. So, I mean, if I was a wrestler, Hours. I would block every account that says wrestling podcast on it. To be fair. So, oh yeah. I have to a lot be of wrestling podcast blocked myself. So. <laughs> Uh, anyway, or at least muted. I just want to um, see the, the competition up to. I like it. Mm, mm, mm. You know, they could. Anyway, no, I won't go there. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, any other wrestling news? I don't remember anything major this week, apart from the punk thing. Um, blocked. Yeah. I can't actually think nothing jumping out of me, although my brain has gone to pure mush. Fucking had to drive Boom. over to draw down back on the same night for a funeral. Oh god. So I'm still catching my tail for that. Um it was Triple H and Stephanie's anniversary and they put up a sloppy picture, so artists. Oh Ryan Satin. Oh, oh there Satin. We there we oh, go. I knew there was something. Thank you for mentioning the anniversary and uh, any marriage to do with Stephanie and Triple H. Ryan Satin. Employee, of uh, course, of WWE. Dildo enthusiast. A dildo enthusiast himself. He, um, we all remember that famous scene that Triple H and Stephanie got married at the chapel or whatever it's called in Vegas. Uh, Ryan Satin got married this week and recreated that scene with his girlfriend, well wife, in the front seat, pretending to be drugged. In 2022... It's an interesting choice, I thought. Uh, first off, what tragedies. a mark. What a mark. Like, seriously. Horrendous. But secondly, I said it on Twitter. Does, do you think Ryan Satin even knows what the next line of that promo was? Oh, fuck no. Hey, Steve. Can you enlighten us? The next line was, after they'd shown a video of Triple H marrying uh, the boss's daughter, and the boss's daughter is clearly drugged and knocked out in the car. The next line was... I think your next question is going to be not how many, not if we, but how many times did we consummate the marriage? Implying that there was uh, 
some rape. Are you saying so, that Triple H did some uh, dodgy sexual activities on WWE products over the years? So I want to put you in the position, okay? You're Ryan definitely a WWE product. <laughs> You're Ryan yeah. Satin's girlfriend, Fitz, and I'm Ryan Satin. Oh, dear God, why would you... We're going no. to have a conversation no, here. I, knock, I do knock. not consent to this. Hello, Ryan Satin's girlfriend. Good morning. What would you like for breakfast? I'm unconscious. I can't answer. <laughs> You've blown my spot, but that's okay. I, I'm just trying to wonder... How did he convince his girlfriend to do this? Gosh, she's but, hey, just as much hey. a fucking mark as he is. Yeah, I know. Like, hey, it's uh, I know today is our wedding day, but you want to pretend to be drugged and then sit in a car beside me and take a picture for Twitter? <sighs> I can't wait till they recreate the fucking. Um, well, was she a former TMZ head herself as well? They both so are, she's yeah. all the yeah, the art. Why can't I think of the name? The worst segment in Raw history. Uh, Lassie Sisters? No. The coffin. Katie Vick. Katie Vick. Yeah. <laughs> That's the next plan. Ryan Satin and his girlfriend are going to frequent local funerals to see if they can recreate that famous scene of Triple H's career. <laughs> Funeral oh, crashers. Sake. Hey, boss, I'm just out doing all your greatest hits. <laughs> well, He's he going to invade just... AEW on Shotzi's tank. Love it. Hey. Oh, already by the way, actually. Born star, and now he's... Uh, drugged his wife and got married to her so like you know I wouldn't put it past him totally normal for a former TMZ employee yeah yeah. Uh, not not wrestling related but in news this week uh, Rishi Sunak pulled a homer he did <laughs> <laughs> he pulled a homer yeah oh. lose the leadership race somehow ends up prime minister two, like two months later that's uh, next he's level a impressive of people man of the people you saw that video when he's at some fancy country club and he talked about how the previous government he had to undo the work of that government who were trying to funnel money into deprived inner city areas and he was trying to put the money back into the rich areas man of the people what a country what a country i couldn't live there i'd, I'd have to throw myself in the river with uh, how long does he last a month um uh, how's the lettuce doing uh, see with the lettuce <laughs> oh man uh, oh, <laughs> good God. <laughs> oh, I did some laughing at that. So oh, SRS Jesus tweeted out Christ. that he, he needed some studio inspirations that, you know, he wants to make his uh, video content better. So he wants a studio set up. And Andrew Zarian just tweeted him back a picture of a famous enough sort of a movie set scene. Uh, what would you classify as, as the... Uh, casting coach that's the one yeah yeah <laughs> not pictured chris jericho what <laughs> <laughs> what they've been open virus it's fine um was that my allegation uh, <laughs> let's see here um mjf did things again this week he sure did uh, he sure did so the setup was he was chatting to Renee and um, Stokely Hathaway comes out and he's like, you know what? I want to prove to all these people that I can do it by myself. I want him at 100%. If you even look at him, you're fired. So Moxley has a match with Penta. Uh, still don't know why Pentagon got a title shot. We can chat about that in a minute. <laughs> um, 
they're like, Moxley win, obviously. Uh, the boys come down then from the firm and they beat up um, beat up uh, Moxley. MGF makes the save and he says, you're fired. And then the firm beat up MGF. I like this. <laughs> I like the same meme. <laughs> oh, it's poor teeth. Um, so there's a few ways they can go with that. Which one are they taking? I assume this is a swerve and this, you know, the good guy isn't actually a good guy. He's, he was just yeah. pretending to be a good guy until he becomes the bad guy again. The firm are a group that, uh, just Maurice is asking, they're a group that MJF had on retainer. Stokely Hathaway, Big Cass, uh, Ethan Page, uh, the Ass Boys, uh, help me out, Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty. Yeah. Yeah, basically a lads. Gang. Yeah, a lot of lads. They went back to catering and they threw some skittles and whoever caught the skittles joined the team. Hey! Um, yeah. So it does feel like it's a swerve, you know? It does feel like he's... But I have another thing. I think it's, too... I think it's going to be related to Regal. Um, oh. Ooh. So you know the whole line about, you know, he's an ordinary decent villain. He mentioned last week and mentioned he'd only use the brass knucks when he wanted to not because he could so i think you could have william regal turn on moxley or william to do the whole spot william regal goes to punch mjf but he ducks and hits moxley and that costs him the title because i think either way mjf is walking out with the title because moxley's uh delayed his vacation by about a month and a half right now. Long enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i think moxley's out of here after full gear for a couple of weeks or whatever it is hmm I feel like there's something brewing with Regal there. But there's some kind of swerve. But it's either the firm thing or it's a Regal thing. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, there's a there's a lot to be worked out between now and Full Gear in a few weeks. Between, you know, all of the stories. It's fairly loose bookings going into it. But, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think MJF has to walk away with the belt. Hmm. It's been kind of like that the last few pay-per-views for them, though. There hasn't been, like, a cohesive, like, like they had from the original pay-per-views. There was a long build. They kind of, a lot of the matches get booked late on. Um, it's like the title match thing. I don't understand why Pentagon got a title match. I don't understand that at all. Uh, it's championship opportunity. No, that was a title match. Yeah, that man got a title match. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like one of these eliminator things. It was just a un- new, un- it's a ratings grab, whatever. But I just found yeah. it interesting. Um, what else did I notice? Uh, what else happened? Orange Cassidy popped me again. Uh, yeah. he's a fighting he's a fighting champion. So his his gimmick now seems to be people are talking backstage. He's going to walk across them and challenge them for his own title in a match. <laughs> seems to be what's going on. Uh, quite funny. Who was it like Luchasaurus and Phoenix or someone this week? Yeah, I can't remember. Luchasaurus yeah. Phoenix. And it's going to be a triple yeah. match next week. Uh, yeah. Because they did that segment last week. It was only on Twitter, I think, where they they were in the bar at Daly's place and Orange Cassidy is serving drinks and he just book, starts booking his own matches and Tony Khan's like, yeah, book it. So I'm guessing it's a, it's a comment on people talking about how they book cold matches. I'm assuming that's what this is. It's an inside joke. Uh, they they done something that popped me actually in the aftermath of this. 
they had the graphic that showed up for that match for next week, and it's something small, but they have like flags next to each competitor as to where they're from. Uh, they did not have a nationality next to Luchasaurus because they don't know where the fucking uh, came nice. from. <laughs> nice. And uh, Cassidy has claimed himself to be the king of the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> that sounds about right. I like that. <laughs> I said it on Twitch last week. I, I think that the school bag thing is fucking hilarious because he's too lazy to carry the title. He brings a bag. That's brilliant. It's so silly. I love it. Yeah. Uh, let's see what happened. That's Rampage. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, Sammy Gavilla. I didn't watch that. Uh, I've been meaning. I haven't had time swerving our glory versus FTR, but I'd imagine that was ridiculously good. Yes, oh, uh, yes, it it uh, deservedly got the the usual "this is awesome" chant from the crowd. So that Stuff. was and good. Uh, the Sammy, yeah, it was good. Uh, there was a few moments where Danielson, you know, uh, lands on his head, as is tradition for Danielson. Um, but yeah, Danielson won and he uh, kicked his fucking head in. So happy fucking days. Mm. I Can't think they should. On Gordo's comment about the countries, I think they should just do a flag for Pangea. For uh, that's a great point, Rory. <laughs> for Luchasaurus, that's very good. I like that. <laughs> this bitch don't know about Pangea. Um, anything else happened on Dynamite then that we can chat about? Um, do Rio and Jamie Hader had a hell of a fight as well. Yeah, it was fun. Shame Riho is so small because her actual wrestling work is very, very good. She's so smooth on a lot of the stuff that she does, but it just comes off as non-believable because the size difference, especially she's when you're with someone like Jamie Hader, who's uh, um, looks like a wrestler. Yes, more stocked than some of the other women in the division. Then, of course, Tony Storm comes out for the face-off at the end as well. So that was fun. More of that, That's the please. title match then. And they had a thing that Renee is interviewing Soraya and uh, Britt Baker, so I'm assuming mm. that's a match for the pay-per-view as well. Yes. Uh, you addressed Britt Baker by her proper title. Not in the top 10 uh, of the PWI 150, Britt Baker. <laughs> oh, shit, I haven't checked Twitter. I'd say they're <clears throat> having a meltdown. Oh, my God. What's Gresham's thoughts on the matter? Oh, God. And where did $1 Natalia end up in all this? Oh, she's down in the 80s. Oh, oh God. Uh, actually, for interesting one, um, Debbie Keitel is 128. Oh, in nice. One, in 127th is Ty Conti. Or Mello, or whatever <laughs> the fuck she's going as now. And uh, oh. 126th, I believe, is Eosky slash Shirai. What? So, yep. Ah, lads. Yep. So Eosky is that far down the list. But at the same time, good to see Debbie doing quite well for someone who's maybe been working just a couple of OTT oh, I, shows and a couple of indies over in the UK that she managed to get over to. So it's nice to see I'm Debbie getting applauded. Uh, I don't Bailey know. would have been affected because the cutoff point probably was around SummerSlam, probably. So Yeah, Bailey's probably nowhere really. Work. Yeah. But she yeah, was injured for, what, a year and a half? Or just yeah. over a year or something? So. But yeah, it's whatever you look at that trio and you're kind of like, fair play, Debbie. Delighted for you. 
Ty, Ha, and then EO, seriously. Should be you should be easily a hundred places up. Yeah, you know. It's, uh, but I'm guessing, because she was out for a long... Didn't her contract expire? And she was out of yeah. NXT for a while, so she, she probably didn't work a whole lot. Yeah, probably didn't work a whole lot. And there's um, no mo- session math on that list. Although she was yeah. on the PWI 500, so I don't know how that works. That's weird. C- congratulations on her transition. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> From one list to another before anyone starts fucking. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Me. Stop, don't, don't, don't cancel Gordo. I already canceled everyone earlier. Uh, let's see. Uh, any storyline stuff that came out of it that I might have missed and I flicked through stuff? Um, Ooh. Uh, MGF is kind of the main thing. Yeah, MGF is kind of it. Oh, yeah. MGF's impersonation of Mox was fucking on point. Oh, yeah. it was spot it was on. Yeah. Did some laughing at that. That was fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, the beat down at the end was well done, but like, let's be honest, I just don't buy these bios being a threat at all. They're just. Oh shit! I know the match they're going to book for next week. It's going to be two of the lads, so probably Ethan Page. Can they coexist? Can they coexist? It's going to happen. It's going to be MJF and Mox as a team. Can they coexist? Uh, MJF wins with a Death Rider. Cesaro attack. I didn't see it, Ryan, but the lads would have seen it. They can appreciate him. That match was a bit all right. Yeah. There was a few weird spots. Uh, actually, from that, Jericho called out afterwards that he doesn't care about just facing Ring of Honor world champions. He wants to destroy every champion that Ring of Honor has ever had. And he listed out tag champs, pure champs, women's champs. Women's champs. Challenged them all. So Gordo had a bit of a premonition as to what yes. might happen next. I'm trying to, I'm trying oh. to manifest something here. What, what was the all oh, Steve? What was the gasp for? What what did I'm you think? I'm thinking the same thing Rian was thinking, Nigel McGuinness. Nope. That's not what I was thinking. So okay. the match ended with Claudio pinning Chris Jericho. So obviously I'm assuming they're potentially looking to go on Claudio Jericho again. Hmm. Who was Claudio's former tag partner and tag champ? Oh interesting. Chris Hero. So could be Hero. Ono to the cool kids. Yeah, kid. to the cool kids. Uh, Hero Jericho Jericho obviously ends up winning to retain the title the Jask went for a bit of a beat down after Claudio comes out for the save we have a Kings of Wrestling reunion in an AEW ring surprised he hasn't been there yet Same. He's, been out, he's been out of contract for fucking two or three years now yep uh, even from a coach perspective no, yeah, he's, he's been doing seminars anything. and stuff he's yeah. been doing seminars and indies but that's about it um you want a hell of a fucking person to get in, though. Even in a short-term thing, with the Ring of Honor stuff and everything kicking off now, you never know. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be that'd be one. I think could be an interesting one. Don't know if he needs it, but same time, it'd be a nice kind of full circle moment. And yeah, it'd be cool to see at least one more time. Yeah. So yeah. What if was... the former Ring of Honor champion is CM Punk and he's healed magically? Now, that'd be funny. <laughs> um, actually, no, we'll briefly go back to that. I I don't want him to be fired or leave. But I think I think they will. Like, what do you want to happen out of this? Oh, no, I don't want him to be gone either. 
Like the, not not only because of my personal bias, because I, I really like the person and the, the character that he can portray on TV. But he's also a hell of a wrestler. And if they can, like I said before, if they can put their grievances aside and understand that they can make a fantastic storyline out of this and possibly increase their viewership as a result, there's a lot of money to be made here. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of money here with Punk and FTR against the Elite. A lot of real life issues in that match. Oh, baby. perceived at least uh, real life issues by the fan base. Uh, so I was gonna say some perceived, some real. Let's uh, yeah. work yourself into a shoot and shoot yourself into a work, brother. They either if the young bucks and FTR thing is real or not. I, I've I've had enough to believe it enough for a TV show, you know. Yeah. So I mean, I'll, you know, that's that's a match to make. There's money. That's a that's a pay per view or or a main event of one of the pay per view TV shows. War so, games. War games. Blood and guts. Um I I think he will be gone though, which sucks. But what are you gonna do? Uh listen to Solomonster and he reckons that they should lose the EVP status. What do you think of that one? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a sensible play. Getting lads in get lads in there that actually are more familiar with the business. But regards to, you know, doing it on a grander scale, I'm sorry, New Japan is not, when it comes to that stuff, it's not a grander scale. You have the likes of Jericho, who's done it for long enough, and Mox, who've both gotten kind of backstage roles written into their new contracts. You need to be looking more at putting guys like that into those positions. Daniels makes sense to an extent from a talent relations mm-hmm. standpoint. Um And he was aging out as well, so it kind of yeah, was Yeah, but you need, to be, you need to be looking at those guys that aren't going to be that are either going to be, yeah, these are guys that we know we can trust from, you know, decades of experience of doing it at the top level, be it in the likes of, you know, people are going to shit on TNA, but, you know, Daniels was a fucking staple there and done a lot of work there. And as I said, then you have your senior guys that were seen as champs and leaders over on the WWE side, like your Mox, Jericho. Realistically, you could probably put Hager in there. Um, I know he was a bit young when he was over in WWE, but he's someone who's kind of been around the block a bit and has Yo, done yeah. quite a bit. Joe, you know, they're, they're the sort of lads that you need to have in those sort of positions. Uh, Claudio generally seems to be a bit more soft-spoken, but again, he'd be kind of the uncrowned, you know, kind of nearly an uncrowned leader in the locker room as well. Uh, wouldn't necessarily need to be given a role, but he'd be seen as having one. <laughs> a steel a steel yeah yeah he grizzled alright yeah the enforcer just keeps every, Sammy Guevara every, 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 every interaction every fucking time you're going to have an interaction with me you have to take a fucking tetanus shot uh, <laughs> and a rabies shot fucking hell all the uh, shots uh, Jericho won't be there that's okay way <laughs> <sighs> there we yes. go uh, you know I'm uh, not supposed to get chair in it to, to an extent, I am Mr. WWE. It's so far as <laughs> I can see how there's value to people that have made it there and put them in roles to help AEW get to the next level. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, am w, I am WWE Gareth. Heard it here first. <laughs> oh my God, it's come out. Uh, I haven't seen much, lads, to be honest, of Raw and NXT uh, or SmackDown for that matter. Uh, it's been insanely busy. What can I say? Anything I heard Raw was shit this week. I didn't hate it as much as everyone else did. 
That means it must have been bad, so. No, I thought it was fine. It was it was nowhere near as good as it was the last couple of weeks, but it was nowhere near as bad as everyone made it out to be either. How did they fuck up when they had a match Finn Balor and Carl Anderson? That was fine. That, was that should fine. have been better than fine. No, like it was, it was grand. It was, it was quite a good match. I, were people shitting on that? I just saw overall people because the last you know couple of months everyone's like, oh Jesus! Even when Raw isn't all that great, you're like, ah, oh, they're building to something. But this week was just like Raw was terrible. From yeah, what, I, nah, what I read, I, yeah, I saw a couple of people kicking off about different segments, but I, I, I honestly didn't hate it as much as everyone else did. Um, JBL being back on TV isn't helping things, to be honest. JBL Corbin isn't helping JBL. things with Corbin. The, I thought Balor Anderson was quite okay. Uh, it had the the cool spot in it of. Real body slam and gallows. Um, in the aftermath, obviously she low blows Anderson, uh, and then they have a backstage segment where he's icing his balls, and he does. Uh, for people who would have been more familiar with Sour Boy, uh, Sour Boy made an appearance. Oh, did he? Nice. <laughs> um, but then, he's yeah, the worst. And then uh, Gallows uh, went off to try and talk to Rhea and sort it out and he came back from uh, the far side of the break and he was holding his balls and lads like she got you too and like yeah she got <laughs> me she got me grabs the ice pack so it was <laughs> yeah there, I, I, it was fun it was, you know it was a bit of fun uh, we got a wheel problem over here we got a wheel <laughs> problem over here <laughs> oh sour boy um <laughs> NXT though, Gordon mentioned the Halloween Havoc. Uh, JD McDonough, I thought that was a breakout appearance for him on an uh, international scale, maybe. JD Mac, don't Google me. <laughs> yeah. He was the star of that match. He hands was. down. His character show. work, his mannerisms. Like, I yeah. would be. Well, I say I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't stay in NXT too long. His yeah, character not. work and his ability to tell a story is far too good for NXT. Um, the only thing is, oh. I think he might get lost in the shuffle, possibly, if he goes up in the wrong way. Would Triple H use him as the new Balor and send Breaker up and have, have McDonough there and Dragonoff and those types to carry the, you know, the, the wrestling, proper the wrestling, wrestling side of it, like they possibly. had with Balor? The main event stuff. So we buy, I think Breaker's not ready yet. Like, sure, bell to bell, he's he's very good, but character-wise, he's fucking blander than white bread. Mm. I think he'll be okay because they've a lot of stock in him. I think they'll look after him if he goes to the main roster. There's no harm leaving him there, but there's nothing else for him to do, you know. Uh, just going a long title run, I guess. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see what else happened. Shotzi and Lash Legend. Good <laughs> God. I skipped it. Can't watch the Lash Legend match. She's awful. She really uh, is. Wrestling-wise, she's not too bad. At least she's athletic. But, you know, as a Quincy Elliott, I want to say his name is. Oh, yeah. Or Quincy Jones. Mm. Can't remember which his name is. Yeah. Elliott. The worst thing they ever did was, to her was give her a live mic. Mm. And thankfully, they acknowledged and they were right on the joke that the... Whatever her talk show was was so bad that they cancelled it. Yeah. Uh, the Lashter Lounge or whatever it was called. Lash Legend, yeah. huh? Unbelievable. 
JD from New York got cancelled for not liking that segment from Halloween Havoc as well, didn't he? Oh, cancellations left and right. Yeah, yeah. People were saying obviously uh, because of the uh, color of the people involved was why he didn't like it. Like, no, the segment was just oh, shite. For God's sake. The same, the same uh, I think it was because he, he used the line something like uh, get the bleach and people were like oh what are you going to do with the bleach oh for fuck's sake <laughs> uh, like moving swiftly along you can cancel yeah. him for that is not one of them <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I did see now that I think about it I did see extended highlights I'll put it that way of Solo Sokoa and Sheamus and then Rey Mysterio against Ludwig Kaiser those were good matches shockingly uh Sammy finally broke Solo. He finally broke him. The last one has fallen. The last member of the bloodline has fallen. (laughs) Infinity Gauntlet is complete. So it was was a clip that was doing the rounds on Twitter. He was on the bump, I think, Solo Sokoa, and uh, Sammy was dialing in. And uh, yeah, it was something about uh, if about did the car arrive and all that sort of stuff. He wanted to have the correct temperature control in the car for him and stuff. Was for was your water cold enough? <laughs> Thank you, my dog. Thank you, my dog. Very uh, good. He, he also uh, there was an interview done with was it inside the ropes one day. Somebody was interviewing Solo during the week, and he was asked if he had to team up with one of his brothers for the rest. Of, if you thought he could team up with one of his brothers for the rest of his career, would he pick Jay or Jimmy? And uh, he said Sammy. <laughs> brilliant <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just another uh, sign of someone who is only in the business a year but he just you know, obviously the family ties help but it's just a natural uh, picking up yeah. stuff even the, the simple things are going in and how he conducts himself in interviews and shit he, he's taken to every bit it's like a duck to water so I like the thing they're doing with Jay and Sammy there's a there's a long payoff coming there oh yeah yeah so good stuff good stuff on that um Rampage. Oh. What happened on Rampage? Uh, oh, I, I saw this on Twitter because that's all yeah. it took. <laughs> Hook defeated Arya Davari within seconds, from what I remember. It didn't last very long. <laughs> I nice. saw the whole cl- the whole match was on Twitter, so and I did not see any of the rest of it. That is my complete thorough review of AW Rampage this week. I haven't watched Rampage in around about a month, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Friday night is a it's a hard watch. You're either out doing stuff or you're you're on the Twitters or you're on the mm. the twitching Twitch. and whatnot. So it's it's a tricky one. A busy night for us, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's we've covered all the major stuff at least. I don't think we missed anything uh, over the top. Ladder match actually from uh, what's my oh, call yeah. was quite was fun crazy. as well. Uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, um, Hit Row are apparently going to be debuting a new member this week, aren't they? Oh, is it Swerve? I think, I think someone said they're going to be debuting a new member this week. Uh, I'm, going to ass- I'm going to assume it's possibly going to be two members. Oh, the Schism. The Rockstar yeah. are showing up. The, the, the Pebble. First, the first fourth generation superstar in WWE history. There you go. Huge um, day for the bloodline. Ava, Ava Rain. Is her mm. name. I'm okay with this. Because at the end of the day, if they brought her in on her own, using the name and everything, there'd be so much expectation put on her. At least here, she's kind of, she's in a group. She can just kind of, she's still fucking finding her bearings in the business. It's fine. She's out there with someone who can talk for her. Yeah, I I, I don't hate this. People are shitting all over it. I, I, I don't get it. It'll be fine. Too many Avas. 
There's Kira's Ava, there's Rory's Ava, and now the Rock's Ava. It's too many. <laughs> Eliminate at least one Ava. That would be my my thing. Best match, worst match. Oh, uh, FTR versus Swerving or Glory. Hell of fun. Uh, if we're including Halloween Havoc, I'm probably going to say the triple threat title match. Um, <laughs> if we uh, are, I vote the Rock Saver to be eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're biased. Let's be honest. Is, Come on, like. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the Rock on the way to NXT after seeing his daughter join the cult. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Uh, I'll go with the ladder match because it was just fucking nonsense. Yeah, of all the uh, honor- actually, honorable mention the women's tag title match from NXT this week was a very fun match. I heard that was very good, actually. Yeah, yeah, very uh, very fun. Worst match, probably the Last Legend one. Yeah, I didn't see it, but I'm going to vote for it. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, yeah. None, none of the rest of the matches jump out at you saying this is fucking shite. Uh, best segment, worst segment. I think MGF impersonating Mox. Yeah, I like that segment. I, I actually, do you know what? I'll give it the, it was after a match, so it is a segment. Uh, the beatdown afterwards the ma- in the main event. I really enjoyed that. I thought it was really good. Oh, it felt very Monday Night Raw esque, you know. Mm. It was different from that. AEW exactly haven't done. They usually mm. finish with the finish of a match, send the crowd home happy that way. But yeah, the match ended a little bit early. They had the beatdown, so you had the post match shenanigans, which usually only happens on the WWE product. Indeed. Um, worst segment. Ooh, I actually don't know. Were there many bad segments? Uh, Lash, no, I was gonna say Lash Legend at Halloween Havoc, but that was good because they made fun of her. They made fun of her, so it was okay, yeah. Actually, for what to include for best segments, uh, because it wasn't really part of a match, uh, the haunted house stuff they done before the women's title match at Halloween Havoc was a lot of fun. I did, I, I, I oh, it yeah, a, it took me a bit to warm up to it, um. But yeah, COVID the, wrestling, it's bad. The, 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 the way they were so kind of hammy, it would be over very quickly. Um, so yeah, that, 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 that was a lot of fun. Um, we didn't get a, a holiday food fight, lads, this week. What the fuck? What, what the fuck is going on? No holiday food fight. Saving have... it for Thanksgiving. Food fight yeah. Thanksgiving. <sighs> Disgraceful. But who took oh, I... Kevin Owens? I don't know, but uh, I know I know that uh, Julius Creed threw a pumpkin at Damon Kemp. Oh, trick or street fight absolutely that, will happen, yeah. That's how they started the, the fight. That's how they started mm. the, their match, was with a pumpkin to the head. Uh, worst segment, probably the Halloween Havoc, Shotzi and your man thing. <sighs> no, yeah, but they made fun of Lash Legend, so it's kind of okay with it. I guess, yeah. Plus, I don't think there was necessarily bad, bad this weekend. Something on Raw. There you go. That's old. That's old news, Fitz. You know, now we, now we look to NXT for the to horrible segments. Yeah, <laughs> We're all saved, list. except for this week. A segment <laughs> on Dynamite where the microphone didn't work properly backstage, maybe. Oh, that's the one, the jazz segment backstage. Audio issues, yeah. I didn't see that. Okay. Oh, you would have been triggered just purely on the yeah, audio yeah. aspect of it. You wouldn't have been <laughs> able to hear it either. It was great. Hey... Uh, wrestler and show. Uh, wrestler, 
JD McDonough for me. JD, yeah, he had two very good showings this week. Dominic said he was this generation's Eddie Guerrero. I did see that on Twitter, all right. Well, he's just lying. He's a heel. He'll be cheating. Dastardly heel. (laughs) Uh, Show of the week. Uh, Halloween Havoc. I mean, Dynamite or Halloween Havoc, yeah. Dynamite. There wasn't enough big things happening at Halloween Havoc. Mandy Rose retaining, disappointing. Bron Breaker retaining, while predictable, was a little bit disappointing as well. Uh, Dynamite, yeah, I'd go with that one. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. The, the Sammy Guevara, what the fuck are you thinking? Dumbass moment of the week. Um, wasn't there some ridiculously stupid spot in the ladder match? Oh, oh who's true? Oh, true. Yeah, Wesley. Yeah, fucked and hopped him off the commentary table. Yeah. Oh, Wagner also I'm at the ladder. Oh, the fan, yeah. <laughs> yeah actually that was it. a crazy fucking spot. Um, yeah, that was good. It's at the what the fuck moment, though, if we, if we all enjoyed it and it was done safely. I think. He seemed yeah. to spin and safely as possible, I guess. <laughs> Uh, ah, there's no Sammy award this week. I didn't see Sammy's match, but uh, I'm sure he won the award for himself again in my head. Uh, oh God, up a bit for me. I don't know if it's just me. Oh, sorry. Okay, am I okay now? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right, worst take contenders. We gotta get through this now. It's after eleven. Uh, where'd Ick? I love that the ick I had after Double or Nothing was completely founded in reality. Booking your wrestling show primarily on the foundations of financial success instead of broader creative success is what ultimately led to WWE being unwatchable. It's why AEW exists. But I mean, they have to make money. They have to make money. I I don't understand what that meant, but it deserves a nomination for using the word ick. There <laughs> and for using your full capacity of your uh, characters for making absolutely no point. I don't know what they're trying to say. <laughs> uh, in that they're booking for ratings, as in they're booking TV ma- or title matches on TV and booking the big names all the ah, time. So it's like producing a product means. to sell it. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Making how, it how dare you for, want to be a commercial uh, success? Don't say it out loud. They're trying to get some casual fans in. <laughs> they have money. And they increase the ratings. Are you saying they're trying to grab some of that floating 200k we've been on about? Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> the, the, what, what pricks. And isn't it funny, Gordo, the 200k showed up again this week. What are the chances? I, I 200k theory. The 200k theory this for years. has been true. <laughs> it's, it holds true. It's, it's mad. Uh, Hook has the kind of natural sex appeal of a young Brad Pitt and I'm old enough to be his grandmom and even I recognise this book him like a star Tony Khan I don't think that's a bad take at all I mean that's pretty accurate I think I don't think it's Good a bad take but it's also kind of creepy <laughs> it's very creepy uh, Nick put one in can we include people's DMs as bad takes from the folks who messaged him this is hilarious so Denise Salcedo oh no this is going to be bad someone DM'd her you suck and uh, don't even know shit about wrestling, and you just use your looks and se- <laughs> your looks and sex to get into the industry. <laughs> uh, why would you try to make fun of the great Scott Steiner? You a clown, ser- you're a clown, seriously. 
<laughs> little girl acting so big online how the fuck do you get in these opportunities sitting at home all day making wrestling videos what the fuck he seems like an angry man <laughs> I love how she didn't even life. like hide his username she no, fell him like yeah, so, yeah. Completely. you're a clown seriously <laughs> trying to make fun of the great Scott Steiner make fun of Scott Steiner uh, and then I don't know what this is delete her back gonna leave this here what does it say I'll play it hold on Oh, oh, that's, that's a video of the, oh, that's a video of the, the Knicks shouting the leader back, the leader back. Oh, oh the leader back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess the ick one. That's we didn't do much with it this week. Yeah, that that was certainly tweeted. <laughs> it sure was, buddy. We also, did, <sighs> we also had one of them weeks where we didn't have much of a chance to go finding the horrible. There was no Twitter action for me yeah. at all this week, to be honest. I need to get, I need some more free time. Oh no. The animal abusers. Oh fucking hell. Oh, <laughs> I'm not touching that swerve one. Nope. That's what she said. What? Yeah. Oh, the, uh, what the fuck are you thinking moment of the week? Uh, Britt Baker going on Swerve's podcast at Barry and Thunder Rosa. <laughs> oh yeah. Did she though? <laughs> I mean, kind of, yeah. Even I with the additional you know? context that people came out afterwards where she basically went on there and said that they don't see eye to eye but they get on professionally. Still, some of the stuff she was throwing out there, there was slight digs around how she was always showing up after she got hurt and stuff like that. She she buried her. She, how she does Sammy Guevara her. fit into all of this and who's he going to punch? Yeah. Sasha uh, Banks probably. I don't know. Time for plugs, Gordo. we got to take it home. we got to take her home. Mm-hmm. Good well, I'm already home, so that was fast. Way you suck. Uh, I do, repeatedly. Uh, but if people want to get more of us at the Elijah Wrestling Podcast, they'll find us on all of their favorite podcast apps. So we are on your iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you're listening now, you will find us each and every week. So please check back every week. Uh, you'll also find us over on WrestlingSoup.com, along with the Wrestling Soup guys themselves and a load of other podcasts. So please go over and check them out over there. There's always top quality content, so please show some love. And also check out the Soup guys themselves over on their Patreon. Uh, also check out our friends at Canvas Theory. It's www.canvastheory.com. Uh, if you use the promo code AWP on their new and improved site, you will get 10% off your entire order. So please go check them out over there. You can also check Yay. us out. Yeah, see? See, it's nice. It's nice. We're gonna be nice to Nick this week. Um, you'll also find us over on Twitter. Ooh. Fuck off! I swear to God, I'm gonna hurt you. Uh, if you go over to Twitter, you can find us at the AW Pod. Uh, we will be tweeting out a couple of funny memes and having a bit of a laugh, like we always try to during the week. We'll be trying to live tweet a couple of the shows where possible. But uh, yeah, just come join us there and have a bit of fun. You over there, you'll also. Find a link to our Discord where you can come join in when we record each and every week and join in the chat, see the memes as it goes live. And by doing that, you'll also get to listen to the podcast a day or so early. So, yeah, early access for free. Just go over to the AW Pod on Twitter and click the link to our Discord channel. Uh, you can also find us over on Twitch. It's twitch.tv forward slash the AWP. And uh, while you're over there, drop an also follow. If you could also please go to Twitch tv forward slash deliverance 77 and give the girt lord himself a follow as well we much appreciate it i believe he has a documentary coming out on channel four uh, in the coming days he posted about it during the week as uh, a show called my massive cock i believe it was what he posted <laughs> so that'll be interesting to see how yeah uh, he, he how will. he deals with 
life. Well, that's it. People need to see the suffering and the daily mental fuckery that you have to go through just by having such a girthy penis. Mm-hmm. It's good to see. It's good to see the channel for you with somebody on TV license money on a, an extra wide camera lens, though. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't think people realize that you have to tie that bad boy up every day when you leave the house. Like you don't want that shit. You don't want that shit slapping against the side of your tie. I mean, that's just gonna leave a fucking God. bruise. Like you could break a bone with that. Yeah, or two. Cox yeah. up close. What a wide <laughs> angle lens. Good times. <laughs> All right, it's time to go. Your people need you? Yeah, my home planet needs me. I have to be the listen lady in eight hours again, so. Okay, listen lady. Okay, listen lady. Fitz, ask me that question. I finally have it queued up for once. Hey, Steve. Ha, ha, are you going for pints tomorrow night? Yeah. Other questions. Cool. What's that noise? Mm. Oh, Tiger's whistle. You know what that means? Tiger's whistle's blowing. Means we must be going. No more Russell crowing for you. But now don't you start to whine. I'll see you again next time. Cause there's plenty of more fighting left to do. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time, everybody. Boom.